Yes, but I'm gonna stop. Let me stop you right there. God, that felt good to say. Um, I was done though. You didn't stop me. Damn it! <laughs> one day, one day, I'm gonna deliver the famous bricks line. Let me stop you right there. Let me stop you right there. Welcome to the Get Well, Get Money podcast with Bricks and Matt. And on this podcast, we share lessons and experiences with you guys to help you become healthy and wealthy. It is Rabbit Hole Wednesdays where we just talk about whatever the hell we started talking about, but we stopped talking about it in the past. So this is an episode that Matt thought of, and um, we've been promising it to you guys for a while. So here it goes. Make sure you guys screenshot the podcast and let us know what you think about these rabbit hole this episode, again, we, we're trying to have more fun. We talk a lot of, about a lot of serious stuff on this podcast. So just want to lighten it, lighten the mood a little bit once in a while, man. I don't want, I don't want to be, uh, the depressed, de- depressing talking about my, my issues and shit every week. I don't want to do that. So even though that may come up today, as well. <laughs> I got, a, I got a lot of issues, bro. I'm damaged goods, man. I'm damaged goods. <laughs> I think we should start a a, a, a clothing line. Damn it, never mind. All right, so so Matt, I was I was messing with Matt before we started recording because he didn't he didn't he wasn't ready to explain what his realization, his growth of the week was. Right. Well, so- no, 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 no. Let me let me cut you off there. So, guys, we're now recording two episodes a week, um, trying to get ahead of the curb. You know, eventually. We are going to be putting out two podcasts a week. I, I promise you will. I, I promise you I will do that. Um, but we're just trying to get ahead and whatnot. So a lot of preparation goes into this podcast, a lot of mm-hmm. thought. And when I bring up my realizations and whatnot, there are many realizations that I have, but I want to give the, the biggest realization that I think is going to benefit you. So on the previous podcast, I gave two realizations. I was like, son of a bitch. I should have kept one of them. Yeah, you should have saved um, it. But anyway, so what is, what is your realization for this week? I mean, if I, if I had to give you another one right now, um, immediately what pops in my head is just Jenna to be, to be frank. Um, I, I think knew, the circle, I, I knew Jenna. Uh, I knew it. Go ahead. It, it, it's so true, dude. Like Jenna, his, um, Jenna is his wife. Just so you guys yeah. know. It, it, she, I'm actually unbelievably impressed with her. Like, I don't believe I could fulfill her role the way she fulfills it. I really mm. don't. It, it, the words that she has are like ordainedly placed wow. in the most, in the most perfect way. Like, wow. I was having a little, I was having a little moment two days ago and she just like out of nowhere with the right tone, mm-hmm. the right words, the mm-hmm. right speed. Yeah. It was like what she was saying was a positive slap in the face. And she was basically saying, get your shit together. Like, let's go. And that's exactly what I needed. I didn't need like little, like, Oh, I'm so sorry. What can I do to help you? Like get your shit together and let's go. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, God, you're badass. So let, like, me, let me tell you something. Let me, let me, let me share an insight. The reason. And this is confirming the reason why I have so much confidence in you, Matt, because these type of women are reserved. And this is what I believe. I think the universe, God, how, however you want to label it, sends these type of women to men with very important missions attached to their lives. Because we, everyone listening right now can attest. I mean, I, I'm not sure how they, how familiar they are with Jenna, but let's just say in general, those unicorn, supportive, 
beautiful, you know, just these amazing women are very, very, very far and few in between. Yeah. I have one and you have one. And yep. it, it, it's for a reason. They, they, they play such a major role in what we have been tasked to do with our lives. So yeah, that, you know, the more and more I get to know Jenna and the more you share, you know, the details of you, of you guys' relationship, the more I realized that I was right, you know, when I, in what I saw in you. So just wanted to throw that in there. That was a little too serious, but no, 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 but th that's real. I mean, that's real. It, it, so the realization itself, the circle around you or that, that person around you, it's got to be that right person. What's yeah. your realization? Well, for me, it's it's my routine, right? The power of my routine. So over the last, you know, over the holidays, I kind of been thrown off a little bit with my routine. And when I say my routine, I wake up about 4.30. I'm in the gym by 5, 5.15. I work out for 45 minutes to an hour. Then I stretch for 15 minutes. Then I meditate for 15 minutes. And then I take a shower and then I go to the office. After the office, go back to the gym. I hit the sauna for 15 minutes and I meditate in the sauna. Take a shower, walk my dog, eat dinner, grab a book, read for about 90 minutes to, to two hours. And then I go to sleep. That's that's my routine. And I've been knocked off my routine. And it not only it threw off my sleep. It threw off my mood. It threw off how well my body was functioning. It threw everything off. And I didn't really realize how powerful routines were. Um, but, and I, I said this on my, in my Insta story this morning, the, like, you are not who you say you are. You are what you do. I read that somewhere. You are what you do every single day. Right. So that your identity is tied up into what yep. you do every single day. Your habits yeah. and routines is what manifests the ups or the downs in your life. Your financial issues yeah. or your financial gains, your good relationships, your bad relationships, that is all a product of what you do every single day, the decisions you make every day. So yeah. I came to that realization and and it it's 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 seeding me deeper into my routines. It's making me respect my routines and my rituals way more because I'm now really understanding the power that it has. Like, bro, I haven't yep. been sleeping, man. I haven't been sleeping yep. at all. And I know it's, it's probably because I haven't been hitting the sauna. My body lo loves to, you know, have my, my body temperature raised in the evening, right? I go home. I talk with my wife. It's like I'm chilled, no screens. And that's another thing. We've been watching fucking Blue yep. Bloods, bro. We've been binge watching Blue Bloods. I haven't been reading as much in the evening. And I think the screens, not having the the sauna time, just those sort of things have been throwing my sleep off. Yes, but I'm going to stop. L let me stop you right there. God, that felt good to say. Um, I was done, though. You didn't stop me. Damn it. One day, <laughs> one day I'm going to deliver the famous Bricks line. Let me stop you right there. Let me stop you right there. Um, I think that's important, though. You're watching, what was it? Blue Bloods? Blue Bloods. I think that you're watching blue blue bloods for a reason. Now, if you were a lazy piece if if you were a lazy piece of shit, I'd be like, you know what? You're a lazy piece of shit. But I think it's important. There's a reason you're binge watching a show. Now, 
if you're doing this for months and months and ex- on extent, that's mm-hmm. also fucked up. It, this will come to a close. This will come to a close. Yeah. But, but I think there's some pieces that there's a reason for this. When yeah, you're so, having, br- go ahead, yeah, go ahead. I have, yeah. And, and I've learned, I agree 1000%. So I'm not beating myself up. Okay. So it's, it's more like realizing that. And because we, we, we both see me hit the wall before with my routine. Right. Yeah. So I need these little breaks in routine to yeah. kind of just, you know, uh, what's the word invigorate or just kind of like, really Shake show me the power of my routine like okay yeah i gotta break it up a little bit and then get back to it so it's yep it ha- it all has purpose but i'm enjoying blue bloods bro well then that's like uh, that's right up my alley uh of as far as the routine or you know what not the routine but as far as like those little mini breaks go i i want to be efficiently using my time I, i'm like all about it and I'm kind of bad about beating myself up if I'm not using it efficiently. Yeah. Like if my body's like, I need a break. I need a break. My brain's like, no, 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 no. Anyway, moving on. Blue yeah. bloods. First of all, how's, how's blue bloods? I don't even know what it is. Oh man. What, bro. All right. So I'm very selective with what I watch. Right. Very selective. I need I'm surprising. To think- <laughs> I'm <laughs> kidding. <laughs> I'm very, yeah. I, I don't just watch shit you know what i'm saying because my energy is very very sensitive you know so what i mean by that is i internalize things easily very easily and it my subconscious grabs a hold of things and it it, i don't like how it makes me feel like i don't like how it manifests certain thoughts and certain things based on what i watch it's weird i I just know that about myself so with that being said explain that explain that i don't Okay. Um, so my mind is very, like, I have a very powerful mind that creates very efficiently, whether that's through positive thoughts or through negative thoughts. Right. And whether you admit it or not, whatever you watch, it, it's just like what you eat. Right. If you eat terrible processed foods, your yeah. body's going to feel it. If in your diet doesn't just isn't just limited limited to what you eat, it's what you read, it's who you talk to, it's what you watch. All of that, yep. a lot of people don't realize it. All of that goes into your mind and 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 sinks into your subconscious. And your subconscious okay. is is where okay. is where all the magic happens for real. We think yes. we're controlling this shit with the with the thoughts that we see. No, it's the thoughts that we're not really realizing is is happening that's really yep. controlling things that's really controlling your decisions your mood how you, like everything that, okay. that influence I, is real i figured that i figured that's what you were saying but i just wanted to clarify yeah yeah that's that's what it is so i'm just super 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 conscious even to the point of what when i'm listening to you know certain music i love hip-hop you know but i gotta be careful what artists i listen to because boy i'm a goon and I don't want that goon. I'm not a goon. Let me not put that on myself anymore. I used to be a goon. And sometimes that shit bring real goon thoughts to the surface. And and I'll <laughs> I, I'll go out, I'll go in Subway if they don't have any more macadamia nut cookies. I may want to slap slap the dude because I was just <laughs> listening. I was just listening to some goon <laughs> some goon rap music. <laughs> that's an, that's an extreme case, and I'm just playing. But I'm. Yeah, I'm just using that as an example. You know what I'm saying? Because I have modes, bro. I have modes. 
you know, like I, I have this calm, very, you, you call me a hippie. I have my like hippie mode. Then I have a yep. mode where, you know, shit just aggravates me, bro. And I'll be ready to put hands on people. My and the dif- the difference now is I have very good willpower. I don't put hands on people, but I still want to at times, bro. I still want to punch motherfuckers in the face sometimes. Dead ass. Nah, dead so, ass. So I just got to be careful of that, man, because I don't want to. I don't want to switch to a mode that I don't like. And sometimes when I watch certain things, it or listen to certain things, it switches my mode, and I'm like, damn. Now I gotta. Now I gotta put hands on people. Side note, side note, you're talking about you have different modes. You still hadn't told us what the hell Blue Blood's all about and if you like oh, it. Shit. But hold on. But no, 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 hold on. Hold on. I got a thought too. You, um, you're talking about you got different modes and whatnot. I was editing one of the podcasts and the teasers yesterday and like, like a, like a, <laughs> like a switch was flipped. Like you, you went hood as hell, mm. like hard. Yeah. yeah. See, <laughs> that's, that's what I mean. sent you. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, you said that. Yeah, that yeah that's sent you that clip. Yeah, bro. I have, and I've always been like that. Anyway, Blue Bloods yeah. is a is a is an amazing cop show. It's an NYPD show, but it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix, yeah. Um, Tom Selleck, uh, the Wahlberg, the older Wahlberg brother, is in it, and their their intent, their integrity. You know the way that they 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 they, they operate as a family unit. You know, the way that they make decisions, the way that they handle people, it's a very like heartfelt, it's like good people. Like I really, I would love cops if cops were like this, like this for real right? type shit. And right. just, just Tom Selleck, the way that he leads the city, cause he's, he's the police commissioner and he right. also has a, a, his whole family pretty much are in law enforcement. So it's, it's a great show, man. A lot of good lessons I learned, a lot of leadership skills. I'm learning from from Tom Selleck's character, and uh, yeah, we've been binge watching it, man. It's it's like eight seasons, and I'm afraid because we're we just we're it's up to episode eleven, twelve on season one, and I'm like, damn, that's a lot of episodes to watch. Yeah, and I yeah. I feel so bad when I don't read, bro. I, I feel <laughs> <laughs> I know, but and that's like that's beating yourself up. Okay, so quit it. Okay. All, right. All right, I'm done. All right, so now that it's almost 20 minutes in, let's get to the first topic that we talked about way back in the day. Um, good lord, there are a lot of there are a lot of rabbit hole topics that we have here. Twice in the past, we have said we love dogs. I'm obsessed with my dog. I love my dog. I think dogs are, are very healthy family members to have around man they they show you unconditional love um yeah bro but you just got to make sure you're not buying from backyard breeders anyway yes would you take a bullet for your dog no all right we're on a different level then yeah yeah but would you i I think that has a lot to do with our ethnicities that might be it (laughs) yes would you would you kill someone over your dog? No. Okay. Yep. White boy over here. Yeah, bro. Um, like, why would you do that? Like, like if somebody like shot my dog or something like that, I you'd go to jail. Yeah, yeah I don't give a fuck. Okay, have fun. Yeah, no, that's um. So you'd kill somebody over your dog, Matt? Yeah, I would. I'd take a bullet and um, I'd kill somebody over what my dog. The yeah. Fuck, that's so weird, bro. 
No, man. I, I mean, all three of them. The f- yeah, all three of them. So Matt uh, has three the f- American Bulldogs. They're big as the, the the feeling that I get from dogs, dude. I get better feelings from dogs than I do humans, and that's such a cliche thing to say. It's not a very unique thing, but it's true that dogs, one hundred percent of the time, look at you and like you're fucking awesome. Like it could be two a.m. You just hit them with a magazine and like, hey, what's going on, man? Yeah. Like. They're so loyal. They're unbelievably innocent and they are down to attack whoever it is at the front door because that's your home. I don't know. Like I've just always been that way with my dogs. So one of, one of Matt's dogs apparently is like a man eater. This is what I heard. This is, I don't know if you told me that or Jenna told me that, but only one of them are out. Whenever I go to his house, only one of them are out. The other two, I don't know what, what their stories are, but. I never met them. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's one that's just a little bit more territorial. She's never actually popped off or bitten anybody or anything like that, but she's just she's a little more territorial. I don't know. Like I was walking I was walking one of my dogs one night and um it, it was like eight o'clock at night or something like that, and we were turning the corner and out of the corner of my eye I saw this dog twenty feet away. Dark dog. So it was kind of difficult to see. But right when I saw it out of the corner of my eye, I was turning my head and my dog did the same shit. And I could feel the intensity of my dog. He was like, oh, what's that? Like, what's up? Like, what's up? And I, right when I was turning and facing the dog, my dog did the same shit. Got in front of me, was very like, this is my house, bitch. Like, let's mm-hmm. go. And um, we stood there and locked eyes with that dog. And that dog was looking at us. It, it was, I'll never be able to recreate the moment. But it was so like my dog was talking to that dog and saying, hey, so, so, st- so nobody, so nobody, there was no fights. There was no attacks. No. So this no whole fights. story, <laughs> no, I was no, waiting, no. For, I was that, waiting for the, no, the climax. No the climax is, is that all I did was I just stepped one foot forward. I stepped one foot forward and then that dog darted away, mm-hmm. just darted away because of the presence and mm-hmm. like the protection. And the, it was just, that feeling. So it, there's something much deeper than just I get. It's just a house pet for me. Yeah, yeah. No. It's it's more. It's way more than just a house pet for me. But I'm not taking no bullet from my dog. I'm sorry. Anyway, what's the next yeah. topic? Government isn't out for our best interest. That's a deep one. That's that's a big rabbit hole, bro. And I don't even think yeah. it. I think anyone who has any sense will would agree that the yeah. government. I mean, and I'm not a historian. I've been getting into history a lot more. I've been interested in it. So I've been reading more over the last year. But the people who founded this country, I'm assuming they weren't good people, man. The ones it does. Yeah, it does suck to know. It does suck to know that our our country was started by the genocide of an entire people. Yeah. See, that sucks. The Indians yeah. just gone. So I, I, I think, I mean, at the end of the day, it all, it all comes back to money, man. I think this, this is yeah. a very greedy hundred percent, a hundred percent. And it's, it doesn't have the best interests of the people. It's, 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 it's concern is money and it will yep. sacrifice people's health and lives, livelihoods to make more money. And that's yep. now. Let me let go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, but we, with that awareness, we have to use that truth. And I believe it's an absolute truth. We have to use that truth to navigate, you know, our decision making. And yeah, yeah, this, this shit is set up 
for us to be fat, for us to be broke, for us to be in debt, this country is set up for it. So with that information, you can't fall victim to this shit. You just can't. Yep. I think you guys can piece together how we feel about that and about that and self preservation and all that shit. Um, but and I, you know, I wouldn't. I would not live in any other country. We have our problems for sure. That's a fact. We have our problems for sure. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. I would live in another country. I'm gonna probably end up moving out of this bitch. But anyway, go ahead. Where Where are you gonna go? We're probably gonna retire on an island or some shit, bro. Yeah. No internet. Live off the land type shit. That's the plan. Yeah, and you and you wonder why I call you a hippie. Yeah, Yeah, you damn right you're a hippie. Um with your burlap sack and fucking hemp hat. Yeah, I'm a Oh, that was a rap line right there. Bars. I'm gonna start a (laughs) I'm gonna start a a surfboard waxing business or some shit. Jesus. Uh, Anyway, let's move on. Why does Whitest black guy I know. Facts. Public school and <laughs> public school and how it's training our kids. Ooh. Mind you guys, I told him not to remind me of these subjects. So, all right. I, first, I want to start off by saying that when Cammy and I have kids, I am not sending my kids to public school. Now, at all? No, I'm not. I'm not. Now, I'm in a co-parenting situation, which makes things a little complex. When it comes dicey, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I only have but so much control over that situation because if it wasn't for that, I would pull my my two out of public school right now. I don't, I don't like public school. I, I think they, they again, it's one of those things where the government is is train. They're training people to to be workers, right? Yep. To to to. uh What's the word? Um, it's a, it's a factory. It's a, fa- exactly. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's a factory to build slaves. Yeah. And I, and I'm good for one. And I was listening to a Tim Ferriss podcast and, and they brought this up in a, in a conversation. They said, listen, can you imagine? And I know this figure is uh, controversial, right? But imagine putting Christopher Columbus into a, a classroom when he was seven years old. He wanted to explore. He wanted to, they would have told him he had ADD or ADHD, you know, like we, like we both do. And I just, I don't, I don't think they encourage creativity. They don't encourage, um, you know, self-expression. They don't encourage true communication. They want you to sit down, fold your hands, ask for permission. Like, nah, bro. I I just don't, I don't like it. I don't like what they're, how it, it, molds the kids i don't high school didn't teach me shit um like i was never once asked what do you want to do with the rest of your life that you love like what makes you happy never once was that asked and that is bullshit i actually man i've had teachers told me that i was never going to be shit so i have a, a, a kind of unbiased i mean a biased you know, view on public school. I also had my guidance counselor have me apply to to community colleges only because she says, you know, these are the only schools you'll be able to get into. Mind you, I was a B student. I was a B student. I had decent grades and I ended up applying to, you know, universities and getting accepted. But she wanted because she was concerned with her statistics. Right. 
She wanted to make yeah. sure because they have these statistics that say, okay, how many of your students got accepted to the schools that they applied for? Like all these stupid metrics that, you know, and don't let's, let's not even get into standardized testing. That's a whole nother no. thing. Yeah. That no. I can go on and on, bro, all day about why I hate the public school system. But let's let's move on. Moving on. Um, we said my wife was the one. I feel like we've sort of touched on that, hit on that in the in two recent episodes. Okay. Um, let's move on. Mo- moving on. Yeah, here you go. Being shredded is overrated. So the 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 idea behind a low body fat percentage, or I want to tone up, like. Oh my lord! It is very, very, very overrated. Yeah, very overrated. Oh, so you agree? Yeah, it's overrated. Absolutely. Oh, okay. I, well, and let me let me let me say this: being shredded is awesome, very fun, cool. Got the photos, been there, done that. And I'm I'm not gonna say I'm never gonna do it again, mm-hmm. but it's no longer my life destination. And I think a lot of people, I know a few people specifically, are like, I've got to get shredded. Yeah. I've got to get like way lean. Um, but, and Jim, Jim Carrey said something one time, and this is, this is getting to a point. He said, I wish everyone could be rich and famous. So they will one day would, would realize it's not what you should be chasing. He said something like that. I'm paraphrasing. It's the same concept as being shredded. Like everybody's like, lower your body fat, lower your body fat, lower your body fat. Let's get there as fast as we can. No patience. But that's, that's. It's, I think it's actually the worst worst way you can start your fitness journey with the true intention of I just want to drop body fat. That's it. Let's do it as fast as we can. But let's because I agree with you 100% with on everything you said. But to defend the other side of the argument, I do believe that every man or woman, if that's what you want, you should you should experience it because Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. Don't let me stop you from the journey because I learned that lesson because I did it. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm on this side. I think everyone should have that experience, bro. It's not something that you you can sustain long term. It's not fun. Your social life will suffer. Your relationships will suffer. But you're going to it just feels good, bro. It it feels good to take your shirt off and have everyone like, yo, what the fuck? What do you eat? What do you do? Like it's, yep. it feels good. Yep. If I'm keeping it a hundred, it feels good. Yeah. And I got the pictures, you know, and it feels good. But, and I'm probably going to shred up this year. Oh yeah, but, I'm, I'm but already for, for, I'm already switching my training to do so. Yeah, but for business purposes, so I, I kind of feel like an athlete right now. Like LeBron yeah. can't drink alcohol during the season. He can't eat certain things during the season. He has to train a certain way during the season. So I'm 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 gonna start you know thinking of myself as an athlete as a as a you know one of the greatest athletes to ever live and I, and that's just what I have to do. But if I if I if I wasn't in this industry, I probably would never get shredded again. I wouldn't care. It's Lejean Brames. Shout out to anybody if no. Shout out to anybody that knows that quote. What the hell? Go ahead, Lejean Brames. Anyway, don't worry about it. Go ahead. What's the name? <laughs> um. Document while you're out of shape. Doc. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So we said in one podcast, document while you're out of shape. I always tell my clients, my friends, anybody that's ever asking me, you need to document your process well before you're comfortable. Mm -hmm. If that means you take a photo and hide it in a vault 
somewhere in Canada, that's fine. You need to do that, but take the photo, get the video, hold on to that. Because when you do succeed or hit your goals or you're closer to your goals, when you're able to look back at that photo, Mm -hmm. it is a physical way to see the goal that you've accomplished. It does so much for your psyche. I think it's way better than, than the scale. Using photos. Oh, hands down. Yeah, without a doubt. I hate the Absolutely. scale. I'm not going to get into a rant yeah. on the scale, but nope. I think you should document. I think a big part of the reason why I was I was able to succeed with transforming my body is because I use social media to hold me accountable. Yep. 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 And I'm I'm very big on following through and being a man of my word. I've always been. So if I say I'm going to do something, especially publicly, see, I'll let myself down way before I'll let you down or anyone else. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. I, I just yep. know yep. that about myself. So I, I leverage that information to to corner myself into getting the best out of myself. So back sure. to the topic of of uh documenting, I think it's and you don't have to do it on social media. It doesn't have to be a public thing, but you should do videos. You should do, you know, take pictures, share them with share it with your your family and friends. Yeah. Have a community of people around you that will keep you accountable that will that will give you give you your shit when you when you when you're slacking on your pimping you feel me yeah so, yeah yeah slacking on your pimping slacking on your pimping you figured it out me yeah, i got to go back to the uh, you got to go back to what to the bay man i love the bay san francisco is one of my favorite cities in this country never been to cali oh yeah, we'll get I, I feel like that's my people. I feel like that's my people. Yeah, bro. Um, intermittent fasting. I feel like we've hit on this en- uh, enough. Um, let's 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 move on. I want to touch some stuff that we haven't really spoke on your videos and all that. You've beat that to death. Um, the new man. Uh, let's talk about the concept mm-hmm. that Bricks has brought up in the past about the new man, which I I fully agree with. Take it away. Well, growing up. And I, I think this is a good place to start on this subject. We were always encouraged to have multiple girlfriends, right? Remember, remember when your uncle that sucks. Yeah, remember when your uncle would be like, "Yo, oh damn, you're you're turning out to be a nice looking young man. How many girlfriends you got?" Right? So it was kind of beat into our heads, not beat, but that was that's extreme. But it was very, it was programmed into us that yeah, it was cool for us to to have multiple women, right? That was something that was championed. That's super, that's super interesting. And obviously this is an ethnicity thing. Like that was not like, it was a joke once every blue. Oh, really? Like, Oh, uh, Oh yeah. No, 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 hmm. no. It, I mean, it was, maybe it's just that was not a community then. It might be, it might be. Hmm. I, I got to ask some more white boys that question. Yeah. But anyway, that's just one facet, uh, at least from my vantage. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like the new man. Hold on. That, your def- go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. My bad. I feel like, I feel like your definition of the new man or the, what you're, we're trying to tell you that the new man means is, well, I, I take that back. Define what the old man was. That can be a whole podcast in itself. I mean, I don't want to, I think it would. All right. Well, let me, let me give nerves. you, my, let me. <laughs> Let me give let me give you my breakdown of what I think the new man is. The new man is somebody that is he he his word he holds that more valuable 
than anything in his life. Like when he says he's going to do something, he does it. That is, that's like the, the ultimate thing. And that, that goes into so many facets of that new man's life. Mm -hmm. Um, and this new man progresses himself. And by doing that, he progresses the people around him. He has a good circle. No, he has a fantastic circle around him. Mm -hmm. He respects his time. Mm -hmm. He, he does not let bullshit drag him down and he will kick somebody out of his life if they are dragging him down. This person is confident, but not cocky, humble and a hustler. Like this new man is revolutionary. Yes. No. That, wow. That, that was good, Matt. That was really good. Thanks, man. You just described yeah. me. No, I'm just kidding. No, but you did. I'm not kidding. But yeah, that, that's when you, when you first said the new man, that's what I yeah, pictured. No, that's exactly right. Integrity. Yeah. Consistency, respect, values, values. Yeah. yeah. Values. Yeah. I like that. Yep. Contractual word, like you said. That's a, yeah, that's another good way to put it. Contractual. A contractual word. That shit word. is in writing. I, I don't need a contract. If I tell you I'm going to do something, it's done. Period. It may, yeah. So eventually it'll get done. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, um, so, so yeah, I mean the the new man, they empower women. You know. Yeah, I like that. They empower women. They um they they create they create things. And that doesn't mean you have to be the creator. You can facilitate creation. You think about generational things, you know? the habits that you are teaching your, your children. You, there's is so, it's so many, we can, we can talk about who yeah. I think the new man is all day long, but I, I believe that the new man is emerging. It's going to be way more of us. And I'm glad to I have from like you, who is a new man. Me too, brother. My man. Hey, speaking of a uh, brother, this is something I've never told you. I've never put this on social media. I don't know if I've ever told even my close circle. My close circle does know that the N-word really bothers me. Mm -hmm. um, and specifically the N-word, you know, not necessarily, I don't know why, but not necessarily other cultures and their stereotypical uh, racist marks or whatever. But I have always had this thing about the black community like oppression. Uh, I'm as white as it gets. Like I, I grew up in Pensacola, Florida, but I've always had just this respect, heart, peace for the black community and oppression. Mm -hmm. So I literally can't say the word even with an A because I, I, it makes me very uncomfortable. Yeah. And I don't know why I'm bringing that up. Um, my wife's like that too. I, I, is she really? Yeah. Like I, I can't. I, I can't say it in jokes. I can't say it in music. I can't, when somebody else says it, I cringe mm -hmm. it, it. And I don't know why that is. When other white people say it, you cringe or when anyone in general. It's funny when white people say it or any ethnicity, not black. Like, oh. I honestly feel like, I feel like black people, like you can say it. Mm -hmm. Um, I still feel like it's using like a degrading word. Like you, you got, you got ties, like you got ties to it. Okay. Like your community has suffered so much. Yeah. So you can use it if you want, mm -hmm. but I feel like it's, it's still oppressive to say it, even with an A, mm -hmm. no, all jokes aside. Yeah. 
um, it's still oppressive to you. Um, I don't know. I just, I've always such, maybe just to say, I've always had such a respect for the N word mm-hmm. by staying the oh, fuck away from it. it. I feel you. Yeah. Respect. Respect. I, Let's move yeah. on. Anyway. Moving on. Stepfather prison time. <laughs> that was, that one's deep. Um, yeah, let's, let's, let's go past that one. I don't want to talk about okay. my stepdad's bids. <laughs> Deleting that one. All right. Wait, what? How to expose kids to reality without tainting them. All right. You, you're mm. going to have to take the reins on this one. I got no. See, and that's no, the thing. No I don't know how this. to do it. I don't know how, well, I don't, how to create balance. And I'm, I'm getting, I'm trying things. You know, sometimes it goes well. Sometimes it doesn't. But, you know, I'm, I'm going to have to con- consult some people who've raised kids. Uh, in a similar way, in, you know, in, from a similar uh, scenario that I'm trying to raise them in order to well, get some guidance this. on this. Tell me this then. Let, let's r- exposing kids to reality without tainting them. Let's let's talk about specifically social media because you have a large social media following. I think it's affected them um, in some sort of way. It has to have. Mm-hmm. Has it affected them negatively, positively? I can't really say. I I, I only yeah. see positive from. I think that's a question you would have to ask my kid's mom. Okay. She sees it from the other side, you know. So if 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 I noticed any negative effects on it, then I would control that. You know, I would change. Sure. So from what I see, it it doesn't have any negative effects. I'm not saying that it doesn't, but from what I from where I sit, I don't see it. You know, it's interesting exposing your kids to reality without tainting them. My parents, um, there was a certain aspect of my childhood. I think they did a really good job at my dad. My dad was very lenient. He was very like, I remember him saying, look, if you're going to be out, just be home by 1 a.m. And I always thought like 1 a.m. Like that's so lenient. That's so lenient, which I, I really appreciated it. Um, they gave me a lot of, of freedom and I never wanted to take advantage of that. So I, f- I always felt that that was a very good way. I know a lot of kids that grew up and they were like, their, their parents are super strict. And yeah. then like, they ended up like doing a lot of bad stuff whenever they got out of the house, you know? Do you think so, you probably earned that freedom? They, they probably said, Hey, you know, Matt's a great kid. I can be lenient with him. Or were they like that with all all of their kids? Yeah, I, I guess you know my mom said that she never really had any real problems with me, um, but it was such a give and take relationship that they had control over. You know, um, I don't know. I, I feel like it was. I feel like it was mainly them. But maybe you're right. Maybe I was just such a good kid. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Anyway, what's the next topic? Creating toxic. What? Creating toxic material for money. Hmm. Creating, t- yeah, some social creating media toxic shit. material, creating toxic material for money, aka rappers. All right, let's move on. Something else. Why? I think you were a rapper at one point. Yeah, I don't. I just don't want to talk about that right now. To be honest. Okay. Yeah. Wor- works for me. Yep. Theory of right and wrong. It's your perspective. That's too deep. I don't want to talk about yeah. that. 
And guys, these are the rabbit holes. So these these are the yeah. topics that come that have come up in the past during conversations that we chose not to really get too deep into. And then uh, we're gonna do this every once in a while. Um, I like this one specifically detoxes, detoxes mm-hmm. in the uh, health and fitness community. Now, let me start by saying. I have not done extensive research on detoxes, but from the little that I do know about detoxes are they are overpriced, loaded with horse shit, and you can detox. Like, I don't understand the concept of detox, and I think it's, I think it's a ploy. I think it is used to trick you, the audience, that don't understand, that don't know, because detoxing, Yes, your body is toxic as far as you're eating the wrong stuff, but it's not like a a downshift or like cycling off or anything. If you want to detox, stop eating bullshit. You don't need some sort of magic potion to drink that makes you shit every four seconds. Like, I don't get it. So, so the, the detoxing thing is, is a good thing, but let me, let me, let me explain. I think. Industry has taken that and ran with it and turned it into the shit show. Excuse the pun. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. That was good. that was pretty good. Yeah. But I think it, I think it is important to detox. Like I've done colonics. I've but I like I'm going to go see an herbalist. I'm not going to go to GNC and buy a box and that says detox on it. Like no, I'm going to go see an herbalist. We're yeah. going to put together like a real detox from materials from the fucking earth, like real yeah. shit. So I think detoxing, you should detox. Um, so yeah, let, let go. Well, def- but def- define what detox actually means. I mean, means, it's getting then. toxins out of your body. I mean, like they say, when you sit in the sauna, you sweat your toxins out. No, that shit's not true. It's not true. And the toxins we eat from the, from the beef, from the processed food, that shit sits in our pores. I mean, not in our pores, but in like in our internal environment, you know what I'm saying? In our organs yeah. and it sits in there, bro. And it takes a while for that shit. By the time we get it out naturally, and in some cases, it has done a lot of damage. So yeah, yeah but like you said, the best way. To detox is to not put toxic shit in your body in the first place. But we all know that that's not realistic. We all at some point put alcohol into our body, eat processed foods, eat sugar. Like, yeah, even the healthiest person in the world. I mean, I don't know. But for the most part, we all do it for the most part. I just I just think that the thought process as a whole, as far as detoxing, is just flawed. now, if you're th- if you're trying like, to do it for weight loss, then yeah, no, that's not what it's for. It's it's just it just feels like to me, the the detox idea means, all right, I'm gonna start my health regimen, so I'm gonna go buy this whatever package of whatever from GNC or wherever. Um, I take that, and then I'm just, I continue to eat whatever I'm gonna eat, or like, but I'm working out, and then I just I take this detox, and then continue to eat whatever I'm gonna eat, and then it's I, I don't know I, I, mean, I don't I, like them I do not like detox I don't know kits. if the average person thinks of it like that, but if they do, then that's wrong. You shouldn't you shouldn't yeah I, 
I don't like detox kits. Okay. So yeah, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> um, we actually ran through those kind of fast, even though we eliminated no, a few of them. You um, eliminated. Ah, <laughs> we back on that pun. Never mind. Let's move. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> you're so corny. You're I, so corny. You know, my dad joke game <laughs> getting up there, bro. Like dad joke <laughs> king. You're. <laughs> You know who's... Hold on, hold on. Side note. My son is 10 years old. He is the king of dad jokes. Explain that to me, Matthew. Why? Why is my 10-year-old son the best dad joke teller ever? I got it. I know why. He has an old soul, bro. He really does. But why? Why? Because you're a because you're a fucking cornball. That's you know why. my son? I said my... I guess that's it means it's hereditary. My dad is because you, Robert Ricks Glover, are a cornball, yeah, and he was raised true. in your environment. Okay, but yeah, and he is a cornball too. He's he's yeah. a real cornball. Okay, but I think the new man turns cornball into cool. Yeah, without a doubt. Yes, sir. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> are we done? Right. Let me see. Here. Let's, let's wrap this up. Uh, it's getting too long. Well, let me. All right, let me ask you one more thing. Explain to me. Training for your body type. Okay. Um, I think it really comes down to two main factors to simplify this. C- carb tolerance and the way that our body responds to different types of cardio. Right? Okay. So those are the two factors that we manipulate based on our body types. So if you're an ectomorph, and I, I don't know. The, I forgot. So please forgive me if I screw up. Go ahead. Meso, ecto, endo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if gotcha. you're the big, if the, you're, if you're the version that carry a lot of body fat, steady state cardio, especially when, while you're carrying a lot of body, body fat will be fine. But if you're a person who, who's skinny fat, right? You need some higher intensity cardio in order to really tap into that fat burning, uh, system, you know, to get those results from your cardio. Yeah. Now, when we're applying that to carb intake, usually, you know, the bigger body types are, are, um, way more carb sensitive, way more carb sensitive. Whereas, you know, the, the smaller body types, and I, I wish I could say the names as I don't, I just don't want to screw the, the names up. I don't want to mix them up. Um, I'll get them. Go talk. Yeah. Keep talking. The, the, the body type that is, skinny the slender body type they can get away with eating more carbs if they're if they're trying to lose body fat still so that's the that's the main differences between how you approach fitness based on your body your body type so the ectomorph uh, I've, I've forgotten in what order they were but the ectomorph is you know you're real you're usually small petite thin uh mesomorph you're in the middle ect- the endomorph is when you're bigger Yep. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's wrap this up. Yes, sir. All right, rabbit hole Wednesday. Basically, don't say the (laughs) N-word. Your kids are going to be cornballs. Fuck that, nigga. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The government's not out for your best interests. Love your dog. Don't take a bullet for him. And uh, the new man is on the way, thanks to yours truly, yes. and this guy over here as well. Yes, sir. Yo, hey, shout out to Kevin DaCosta. Like, he is 
always commenting and gay like uh-huh. and, and there's it it there's more than Kevin DaCosta, but I, I just specifically am thinking about Kevin DaCosta. Make sure. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Review. iTunes re- reviews. We need the reviews. We need the reviews. All right, guys. Until next week, man. We love you guys. Later, y'all.